0: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, you're about to get smarter in just a few minutes with Curiosity Daily from Discovery. Time flies when you're learning super cool stuff. I'm Nate.
1: And I'm Callie. If you're dropping in for the first time, welcome to Curiosity, where we aim to blow your mind by helping you to grow your mind. If you're a loyal listener, welcome back.
0: Today, you'll learn about a microchip-sized laboratory, how childhood traumas can lead to a lifetime of headaches, and strange blobs in the Earth's mantle.
1: Without further ado, let's satisfy some curiosity. If
0: the COVID pandemic taught us anything, it's that we need to wait at least 15 minutes to get test results. (laughs)
1: Yeah, that's not exactly the most important lesson we learned, but it's, I mean, it is a lesson. And what about the lesson that even after waiting 15 minutes, the test could be wrong?
0: Hmm, that is definitely something else we learned. Well, a team of engineers at the University of Bath in the UK may have us rethinking those lessons. They've invented what they call a lab on a chip.
1: Okay, but is it like a U.S. chip, like is it a potato chip, or is it a U.K. chip? (laughs) Well, this (laughs) this is a
0: microchip, and this little device could revolutionize how we understand all kinds of diagnostic testing.
1: I know we're complaining about the current home COVID tests, but to be honest, they were kind of revolutionary on their own right, right? Like, I mean, now that I know I can test at home for COVID, anytime I have a sniffle, I find myself wishing I had a test that could tell me exactly what it is.
0: That's exactly right. It goes without saying that being able to accurately diagnose diseases and illnesses is one of the first lines of defense against them. And it's really hard to treat something properly if you don't know what it is you're meant to be treating.
1: Sure. So how is this new lab on a chip different?
0: Good question. So think back to when those home tests first came out and the false positives were, you know, pretty rampant. Those nasal swabs work by detecting proteins left behind by the virus. Like we said, they work fast, but they aren't as accurate as what we call the PCR tests.
1: And the PCR test, as I understand it, actually detects the actual genetic material of the virus itself. And those tests are kind of the gold standard, right?
0: Exactly. But you also probably remember that you can really only do those in a doctor's office or someplace where the extensive equipment needed to run those tests is available. And that means they can take a while to process.
1: Back in the height of the pandemic, I remember people having to wait so long they were already better by the time they got their results back.
0: (laughs) That's where this new gadget makes a huge splash. You Remember the PCRs need labs. Well, this was...
1: Is a lab on a chip.
0: Yes, bingo. They created a tiny lab using printed circuit boards and other off-the-shelf gear that can run a PCR-level genetic test on your sample and shoot back results in as little as three minutes. And one of the coolest things it sends the results to your smartphone.
1: Okay, so another gadget, just what my wallet needs.
0: I had the same thought, but it turns out it could actually be pretty cheap. You buy the device, they think it could cost around 60 bucks, and then you purchase additional testing cartridges for about four bucks a pop and off you go. Testing to your little heart's content.
1: Huh, okay, if you add up all the COVID home tests I've bought, that could actually save a bunch of money.
0: Yep, but what's most exciting to the team who developed it is the potential for a device like this to be used to diagnose all sorts of things, from other viruses, bacteria, and even, they say, some cancers.
1: Okay, it sounds like the holy grail of at-home diagnostic testing.
0: That is not only positively correct, it is also one of the nerdiest sentences I've ever heard.
1: (laughs) Okay, if there was a test for science nerdiness, we would pass with flying colors. By some measures, as many as 50% of all humans experience headaches at some point each month. One study claims that on any given day, nearly 16% of us have a headache.
0: That's why we talk a lot about headaches on this show. Migraines are especially awful, and I know they affect a ton of people around the world.
1: Yeah, they do. Migraines are absolutely debilitating. They can leave you with blurred vision, sensitivity to light and sound, and basically just wanting to pull the covers over your head and disappear until it's over. And according to research, in 2019 alone, there were nearly 600 million cases of migraine globally. The World Health Organization considers headache disorders as one of the top 10 causes of disability worldwide, and migraine alone is the third most prevalent illness in the world.
0: So I'm hoping you have good news, because so far, like, this isn't exactly a happy (laughs) story.
1: I mean, sort of. A new study has established a significant association between adverse childhood experiences and headaches. So establishing a connection like this isn't good news on its own, but any findings can help scientists create new treatments and prevent the onset of things like headache disorder.
0: Okay, so what is an adverse childhood experience? I mean, I think I can guess what it would mean, but can you explain a little more? Sure.
1: So let's talk about the study. An adverse childhood experience is exactly what it sounds like. Some kind of trauma experienced in childhood. These are things like abuse, neglect, or household dysfunction. And the research has shown for a long time that adverse childhood experiences, or ACEs, can have long-lasting effects on health, behavior, and even our life potential. They're linked to chronic health problems, mental illness, and substance misuse in adulthood.
0: And I guess headaches?
1: Right. The research team looked at 28 studies encompassing over 150,000 participants from 19 countries and found a significant association between experiencing at least one ACE and the chance that you'll develop headaches in adulthood. And the more ACEs the participant experienced, the higher the risk for headache disorder.
0: So what can be done about this? Knowledge is the key to all breakthroughs, I know, but how does understanding this connection help?
1: That is a great question. Obviously, whether or not they cause headaches, no child should have to go through any amount of trauma. But the key here is to understand the mechanisms that lead to conditions like headaches. If doctors know the root causes, they can develop more effective treatments in the future.
0: Not only that, but I would guess that it also emphasizes the importance of dealing with childhood traumas when they happen.
1: I mean, that's something that you go without saying, but is a 1000% worth repeating.
0: Back in the 1970s, seismologists noticed two massive blobs in the Earth's mantle, deep down near the center of the world.
1: Okay, blobs? I mean, is that the technical term?
0: Uh, Kinda. I mean, they didn't really know how else to describe them, but as far as blobs go, these guys are pretty impressive. They're about the size of continents. One of them sits beneath Africa and the other under the South Pacific. Once they were discovered, of course, scientists went into overdrive to analyze them, and one of the first things they found was that seismic waves sort of slow down when they hit these blobs.
1: So what are they?
0: Iron. They are super dense, but they also are different in composition from the stuff that surrounds them. And as much data as they could gather around them, they just couldn't figure out where these blobs came from until now.
1: Iron blobs the size of continents. This is getting pretty sci-fi.
0: It's even more sci-fi than you might think. A new study is suggesting that these blobs are two of three remaining pieces of a planet called Theia that smashed into Earth nearly four and a half billion years ago.
1: You said two of three pieces. So where's the third piece?
0: Uh, You can see it light up the night sky on a cloudless night.
1: Oh, the moon. Okay, we've talked about the impact between the Earth and Theia before. It was a huge collision and a big chunk of Theia and the Earth exploded into orbit and formed the moon, right?
0: Exactly. But until now, scientists have been wondering where in the universe the rest of Theia went. Well, a geophysicist named Qian Yuan was listening to a presentation on the impact of Theia and how the moon is very rich in iron. The presenter noted that no trace of the impact had yet been found on Earth, and Yuan, who had been studying the blobs, felt like he'd been struck by lightning.
1: Or by a giant moon-forming iron planet.
0: (laughs) Yes. So he and his team created simulations to see what was going on and found that the physics of the collision absolutely could have led to the formation of the blobs.
1: But, okay, why blobs and no mountains?
0: Great question. So the theory is that the impact didn't generate enough heat at the core to force the blobs to fully incorporate into the Earth's mantle. Instead, some of Thea's iron squished around in there like bubbles in a lava lamp, and some of it shot into orbit with some of Earth's crust to form the moon.
1: This is super sci-fi. Okay, what do we do with this information?
0: Great question. I mean, if you and I know anything about researchers, it's that they love more research. Understanding this giant impact will undoubtedly shed light on Earth's evolution and will also help us understand the formation of life cycles of other rocky planets. It could also help explain why Earth is still the only confirmed planet where life can be sustained. Let's recap what we learned today to wrap up. Engineers at the University of Bath have developed the world's fastest COVID-19 test, the Lock Amp device, delivering lab-quality results in just three minutes using innovative lab-on-a-chip technology. This groundbreaking device can be adapted to detect various pathogens and conditions, promising a revolution in rapid, cost-effective virus testing on a global scale.
1: A groundbreaking study has revealed a strong link between adverse childhood experiences and the increased likelihood of getting headaches in adulthood. Highlighting the profound impact of early-life experiences on long-term health, the research highlights the critical importance of addressing childhood traumas to mitigate future health issues like headaches.
0: A new study reveals two enormous dense blobs in Earth's mantle, likely remnants of the ancient collision that birthed the Moon, fundamentally altering our understanding of Earth's deep interior and its cosmic history. This breakthrough research, linking Earth's geological anomalies to a primordial event, offers profound insights into the planet's formation and evolution. Curiosity Daily is produced by Wheelhouse DNA for Discovery.
1: You can follow our show wherever you get your podcasts, and we would love it if you could take a second to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts.